Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlaineCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blaine, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you today on this episode number 313 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I'm here today to talk about a trend that is trending, but is as old as the hills. So go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with Cutoff Culture and Michelle Perry. That's what's coming up next. everyone we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily right now i'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener we are so elated and we give god praise for you choosing blendcouragesyou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of god and if you have not already done so I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast, there are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here with your podcast on the go. So I can remember in probably my late teens, early 20s, you know, at that point and stage in your life, you feel like you know just about everything. And when I say know everything, you don't know how to do everything. One of the things that most young people do have a good grip on is current society, what is happening in terms of ideology, technology, and vocabulary, slang, what's happening in communities. And they're very connected as to what's going on, and rightfully so. And that does not have an age limit. I just know that as a young person, I was very into all of that. I I knew uh, what was happening in terms of uh, different celebrities and I knew all of the latest slang and all of the sayings and and all of those kinds of things and I marveled when I came into contact with an older adult that had no clue well who is so-and-so what do they do and oh well what does that mean because back in my day we used to say such and such or we didn't have a word for that and and it just had me baffled a little BCU film. Like, how would you not know that? (laughs) 
you know, and I remember saying to myself, I, when I get to be that age, I'm going to make sure that I keep up with everything and know all of the latest this and all of the latest that. And so that way I'll always be relevant and always be just really cool and wonderful. That's what I was thinking at the time. Now, fast forward, I am the older young adult now, and there are a lot of things that I do know and keep up with, and I thank God for that. And still yet others, BCU fam, that I don't pay too much attention to at all, so much so that I have to research and look up some things because they're not as relevant for me. And they're not directly impactful to me. And some of the things, BCU fam, quite frankly, I just have to stay away from because they have such deep roots into the world. And it's not that we shouldn't know about them. Some things we just want to stay away from because they're not of God and they can potentially uh, really get you into a place where you're not paying attention to God the way that you should. Uh, It can impact the way that you live and Because we know that the Lord is soon to come, because we know we have to leave out of this life and that the Lord is going to determine where we live eternally based on how we've lived our lives, some of the things that are going on out there, I just stay disconnected from. Uh, Even just certain things that we say, I don't even get into that anymore because uh, certain things just don't line up with what the word of God says. So that's another podcast perhaps for another time. That's just my long way of saying is is that I'm not that person that knows everything like I thought that I would at this age. And one of the things that I find uh, interesting and that we'll talk about today, terminology-wise, is something called cut-off culture. Let me repeat that. Cut-off culture. Now, I don't... I've heard this this terminology before. I've heard cancel culture before. So it's it's not new to me. And it's not a new concept. Solomon reminds us that there is nothing new under the sun. Um, I find it interesting that it's being used uh, in this way and that it, it's, it's very popular. Let me just put it that way. So for those who may not know or have heard the terminology, cut off culture is where you remove someone from your life for, I would say, the betterment of your own situation. And I'm going to say allegedly. Now, I do realize that cutting someone off sometimes is a way or one of the only ways for you to be able to function. The cutoff culture, though, typically just decides that, listen, I'm not going to deal with you at all because you made a mistake, because you hurt my feelings, because you've offended me, because you showed up late to dinner and you didn't tell me why. Um, You decided to go in this direction and I don't agree with you and I just feel like you're toxic and, and we hear that thrown around quite a bit. So In certain situations, and certainly not for those that I've just named, we may need to distance ourselves from people uh, that's really counter to what 
God has said. Uh, and what I'd like to do is, is explore that in a post situation. So a post meaning this is what someone has posted onto Facebook. Now, I am resharing this with all of you with permission from a friend of mine, a Facebook friend of mine, in the person of Michelle Perry. Now, I can't tell you, BCU fam, how we've become connected. And I know that Facebook is considered an old school uh, social media, I would say, uh, connector. What I will say is, is that old school it may be, but it is one of the better schools. And the Lord has blessed me to be able to really connect with many people uh, from around the country and in some cases uh, around the world just because we share our, our thoughts here on social media. So with this particular post, which I found interesting, uh, Michelle had a very complicated relationship with her dad and posted about cutoff culture and how her dad, who was very much older, participated in this and how it was a ruin to him. So what I'd like to do is to share the post with all of you all, and then let's talk about it in the light of God's word. This is from my friend Michelle. Cutoff culture says that when people offend you for any reason, ghost them. And ghost means you just leave them. You don't say anything to them. You don't explain what happened. You don't ask for their side of the story. You don't give them a chance to explain. You don't forgive the person. You just simply stop dealing with them, period, end of story. You don't answer the phone. You don't return text messages. You just go away. Now, Michelle goes on to say, we have all heard someone say, or maybe some of us have said ourselves, you have one time to do me wrong. I know people who live by that. I'll never forget the conversation I had with my dad where he said, I've never hurt anyone in my life. I think he really wanted to believe that. He spent a whole lifetime lying to himself and leaving a trail of hurt everywhere he went. Instead of unrolling the scroll of offenses committed against me, I requested him to reflect on how he could have, quote, accidentally, unquote, hurt other people in his life. He struggled to admit one single time in his whole life he had hurt anyone. His heart was so calloused by the way his mother had treated him that at 80 years old, he still didn't know how to give love or receive it. He led a miserable life, and his passing was even more miserable. Torment. Michelle goes on to say, that sounds like an extreme case, but it's really not because some of us are physically healthy, 
but dying on the inside from the cancer of unforgiveness. And this cancel cutoff culture that we live in. It's eating away at our relationships and peace of mind. We might avoid certain people, but we cannot stop thinking and talking about what they did to us. We also can't stop talking about what they did not do to us or thinking about it. So while we cut them off, they're still in our hearts and in our minds. And in doing so, what happens is, is that that lack of forgiveness, Michelle says, it eats away at you like a cancer. And might I add in, BCU fam, that while we have removed that person, because we haven't dealt with the offense in the correct way, that cutoff culture that I'm not talking to you has not really done anything but harm us all the more. And this is why the scriptures have a remedy. Oh God, I want to thank you in here today as to how to deal with people who are offensive to us. So let me just go on and finish what Michelle is saying because we're in the same place. Michelle says that there is a treatment for cancer of the soul that will bring you fully to life, health, and peace. She says one of the treatments is found in the book of Matthew. And if you all have been here for a little bit, you know this is one of my favorites. One of my favorites, Matthew chapter 5, is what's going to help us to heal in the name of Jesus. Head over, BCU fam, to Matthew chapter 5, starting at verse number 43, we're going to be in the King James Version of the Bible, and this is a familiar passage of Scripture to many of us. Now, verse number 43 says, Ye have heard it been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use and persecute you, that you may be the children of your father, which is in heaven, for he makes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward do have ye? If I only deal with those who love me, only love those, and I've, I've heard this before, I've heard it from family members, I've heard it from people who I'm close to, I only deal with those who deal with me, I only love those who love me. See, that's this cutoff culture that this, the 21st century has named, we see this but this has been going on for a long time. And what, what it is, it's counter to what the word of God says. So we don't have any rewards. As a matter of fact, it tears us up and it makes us ineligible to enter into the kingdom of God. 
So Jesus goes on to say, do not the publicans do the same. And for many of you all, you know who publicans are. These are tax collectors. So tax collectors, most despised people at that time, and in some cases still are despised people. Nonetheless, they, as, as sinful as they were considered to be at that time, especially because they went around extorting people and took more taxes than they were supposed to, so they weren't living uh, the way that they should. They weren't doing things the correct way. So the publicans who were regarded low-level and very high-level sinners, um, if they could love one another, then how much more do we who say that we love Jesus, who name the name of Christ, those who say that we're Christians, those who are, are baptized, spirit-filled believers according to Acts 2.38. Verse 47 says, And if you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so. You're not doing anything more than what was considered at that time a low-level person, high-level sinner. You're not doing anything any better than that individual. Be ye therefore perfect. Be ye therefore perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. And perfect in this definition means mature. So mature individuals in the Lord are going to love and deal with others the way that God would have them to do it versus how our flesh would have us to react. Now, the Bible also tells us in that same book of Matthew that when we are offended by someone, because offenses are going to actually happen, what we're to do rather than to cut the person off immediately or even at all, is that we're to go to that individual and we are to have a conversation with them. Very often we have conversations with so many other people and we won't do that with the person. So what we are instructed to do, BCU fam, in Matthew chapter 18, is to go and tell that person the fault between them and you alone. That's Matthew chapter 18, verse number 15. That's the first thing that we do. We don't go to social media. We don't go to Aunt Betty. We don't go to Uncle Bob. We may want to talk with somebody just to uh, get a, a, a feel as to how we should say things or to springboard. And sometimes we talk to one another. We want to make sure that we're talking in the right spirit. We're not going to talk about the person. But listen, I just, I, I, I've talked to the Lord about this and I feel led to just talk to you to get some advice on such and such. Those kinds of things are one thing, BCU fam. We should not be cutting folks off and not be going to others before we go to the individual because too many conversations and then it just makes the situation even worse. And in this case, and I thank God for my sister Michelle, she went to her dad uh, to try to get things reconciled and dad was just not amenable to doing so. What I love about Michelle and what she did, she continued to love and visit and take care of her dad anyway. And we saw her walk out Matthew chapter 5 all the way until the end. And she loved her dad all the way to the end. He may not have done things the right way and treated her correctly. He may not have admitted what it was that he's done uh, to her. Yet she loved him. She spoke well of him. 
She continued to take care of him. She continued to honor him. And she talked about that in subsequent posts that, you know, we can't choose who is in our lives, especially family members, but we can choose to follow what the word of God says as we're treating people the right way, the way that the Lord would have us to do so. And then the one last scripture, BCU fam, that I want to tack on to this so that we can stop this cutoff culture is found in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 31, James version of your Bible. And it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Notice BCU fam that nothing in that scripture supports ghosting someone or cutting them off or any of that sort of thing. As a matter of fact, when we think about bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking, those are characteristics of cutting things off. Those are characteristics of the world. And because Paul was speaking to the Ephesian church, uh, he was speaking to people who may have struggled with this in their newly saved or perhaps they've been walking with the Lord for a while lives. So it's important for us to examine ourselves to make sure that we're not contaminated by the world and what they say in doing all of what's here. Because if you're evil speaking, if you're, you're dealing with malice, if you're hateful and if you're full of wrath, then that also means that you are not dealing with people the way that God has called us to do it. Rather, we're to be kind to one another, tenderhearted and forgiving because Jesus has done that same thing for us and he did it on the cross and he continues to do so when we don't always do what we're supposed to do, BCU fam. So even in our saved lives, uh, there might be something that we said or did or thought that was incorrect and the Lord forgives us when we ask for it and we expect that. So it, it's just right for us to do this with one another. So we want to, BCU fam, make sure to examine ourselves, and it starts with me, of course, that we are not participating inadvertently in this cutoff culture that has taken a life on its own, rather that we are following what the word of God says so that he is honored and that he is adored and that he is shown in our lives that he is pleased with what we're doing so that we can see him in peace. Amen? Amen. So before we go into prayer, BCU fam, I just want to personally, once again, thank God for Sister Michelle L. Perry and for her generosity and for her transparency in sharing what happened between her and her father. And obviously he has since passed and we are looking for the Lord, Sister Michelle, to bless and to continue to comfort you and to strengthen you and your family in the days ahead. And we just want to thank God for you and for reminding us of what we should be doing 
uh, when it comes to forgiving one another and treating one another with kindness. So we just thank God for you and love you, sis. Love you, love you. So let's pray because some of us struggle in this area and we can do better and differently now that we have been told. So, and or reminded in some cases. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you once again today, we want to just thank you for always coming by, Lord, with a word that is here to encourage our hearts and to have us to examine ourselves. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to see any patterns or any lack of forgiveness in anything, in any relationships that we have. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will help us to remember the scripture that we are to be kind and tenderhearted and forgiving toward one another. Help us, Lord, to remember that you have forgiven us so that we want to make sure that we forgive others. Bless us, Lord Jesus, to be able to walk upright before you. Help us not to fall into what the culture is doing currently, Lord, so that we are without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. And we're going to continue to give your name the praise, glory, and honor that belongs to you as we live for you. It's in Jesus' name that we thank you for helping us to overcome any struggles in this area in victory because you've given it to us. In Jesus' name, let every heart say amen. Amen, BCU fam. So as always, I would love to know what your thoughts are about our content today. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please make your way there. Head down to the conversation box and let's continue our conversation. Well, PCU fam, this is Blend from blendcouragesyou.com, just about to sign off. Thank you all so much for your prayerful support and for tuning in, Lord will. And until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.